Good morning, Ohio. It's James Lewis of This Dream House, the show that is all about the house. Joining us today from Rustic Creations is Jordan Hoover. Jordan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So who is Rustic Creations? Uh, It is a company I started uh, myself and started out kind of as a hobby and uh it wasn't supposed to turn into a full-time venture, but it somehow has miraculously done that for me. Uh, I'm a small shop. I like to take care of local people, customers. also do um, some stuff outside of that, and we'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a one-man shop at the moment. I have uh, some installers that help me out on the side, and we grow every day. That is awesome. So it sounds like it's an American-owned and operated business, kind of a family business, you know, one-man shop. That is awesome. Yeah, that's correct. It is. It really is. Awesome. So it sounds like you're living the American dream, chasing your uh, your goals. <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. So how were you able to turn your passion into a full-time business? Uh, mainly through social media. Uh posted some projects I'd done for my wife around the house and neighbors and friends. And uh turns out other people kind of like the same stuff. And I branched out, uh, bought a better line of tools, and was able to venture into more things and slowly grow it. It took uh, took some time, but, um, yeah, it's 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 busy now <laughs> that is awesome yeah i was gonna say shoot uh, you mentioned social media i mean that's how we found about uh, found out about you we saw your uh, facebook post and we're just extremely impressed by the high quality of work that you do on there thank you yeah it's it's kind of mainly what grew my business i ran some facebook ads and i uh, did some marketing campaigns and just trying to get my name out there getting some products out there a few of my products are a pretty big hit. Some of them are, you know, kind of a cliched niche market where only a few people are going to pick up what I have. So I try to, I try to have some of both because I like to obviously take care of whatever somebody needs. Exactly. It's always good to have a variety of options. And speaking <laughs> of options, the way I understand it, you offer uh, customization options. Absolutely. Uh, barely any two pieces of furniture I make are the same. Uh, take the uh, hall trades for example. There is, there's been a few that have been, you know, kind of cookie cutter. I'll call it, but most times people want, you know, the seat a different height, they're a different overall height, they're different look. I mean, it's just the options are endless. I mean, I can do anything that the customer requests. So, do you offer delivery? I do. Uh, free delivery within 50 miles of my shop. Uh, the standard, and then anything uh, past that, uh, I do charge a delivery fee. But yes, I do deliver. <clears throat> that's awesome. I was going to say, and that's pretty darn real reasonable because uh, nowadays most places for delivering almost anything it want an arm and a leg. So to mm-hmm. be able to get high quality uh, furniture and other goods delivered, yeah, that that's pretty fair. Your uh, customers. 
or your your customers that are farther away you mentioned you know you do charge a little bit of a fee but that that sounds fair what are some of the past projects you have worked on uh one that's probably going to hit home the hardest to cincinnati um doing currently in the process of doing it at the moment um one of the guys that's part of ryan guys uh, brewery we're working on his house and i'm oh, building cool. uh, building the front doors for his house it's going to be a black walnut double front door uh it's probably one of the most extravagant jobs that i'm taking on at the moment uh yeah that's that's probably the closest one uh, otherwise it's you know in my customer base uh in my shop um you know, it's it's just the uh, people in the community that buy furniture from me. No, uh, uh, no big portfolio, so to speak. Yeah, it takes time. You're getting there, but yeah, yeah, that is awesome. So, how do you reach out to you to to get the doors done? Uh, the uh, the guy that I kind of work through or with part time um, when my shop's not extremely busy, he's actually the the general contractor of the house and hooked me up with him. And we were able to draw something up that he was thrilled with and took off from there. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be posting some photos on social media when it's completed. That is awesome. And one of the other things that you're very well known for are your cutting boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us about those. Uh, I use exotic hardwoods from around the world. I have a, a wood supplier that is able to import um any color of wood <laughs> if you will uh every uh cutting board i make is natural wood color there's no staining no color alteration so when you see the pink and the orange and black i mean those woods are coming from brazil south america africa uh there's a lot of variations and i'm you know able to do checker style cutting boards or uh styles and rail style i mean there's the options are endless, but the uh, the wood coloring and the availability of the wood is really what makes them neat. Yeah, like you were saying, I mean, uh, they're they're wood from around the world. I mean, the the import fees have got to be uh, quite uh, exhausting on things like that, and to be able to get uh, uh, good relationships with those contractors and uh, I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Uh, it takes the right people to work with to be able to get that stuff. It is a little bit of a trick to get some of that imported, especially with uh, everything that's going on right now. But it is available, and I love to work with it. Some of that wood is beautiful, and it's absolutely second to none. Exactly. And with it being so beautiful, you don't just want the one piece. You don't just want the cutting board. I understand a lot of times you can get matching coasters. Absolutely, Yes. Awesome. So, uh, do you make tables? I do. Uh, that is probably my second biggest selling item is tables. Excellent. So, what uh, what styles of tables do you make? A uh, majority of what I've been doing, obviously, is running with the farmhouse trend. Uh, it seems that it's not as active as it was. Things are changing a little bit. Um, Pedestal style tables, uh, round tables have kind of taken off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pretty much whatever the customer's looking for. Everybody kind of likes their own little twist. They like 
you know, this kind of top with that kind of base and it's kind of building what they want. Um, and anything's, anything's a possibility. I can, uh, pretty much you send me a picture of what kind of table you want and I can deliver it to your door and it looks exactly the same. That is phenomenal. I mean, uh, being so versatile and being able to, to basically do the, the customer's wants and desires. That's phenomenal. <laughs> now you mentioned the different types of wood earlier. Uh, what wood do you recommend for tables? Because I'm sure there's some woods that are better than others. Uh, my favorite, and I'm partial to black walnut, but it is beautiful. Some people don't like that dark color. You can't get rid of that dark color with walnuts. Uh, maple is really good. Um, I've had good success with white ash, which with the ash borer, we all know that wood's kind of going away. So you might want to get that while you can. Uh, mm-hmm. No soft woods whatsoever for a tabletop. I do not make soft wood tables. There's a lot of uh, do-it-yourselfers that make their own. And then I get a phone call and say, hey, I got a crack down the middle of my table. How do I fix it? And I was like, well, you got to put a new top on because... Pine from Lowe's is not a good tabletop. Oh, dang. Yeah, I was going to say, the way I understand it, hardwood is the best for making tables? Yes, yes. You uh, you want to use hardwood. Some people can get by with doing a you know, a softwood, like a fur, rough sawn fur base or something. That's okay. Uh, however, you have to attach the top to the base correctly in order for that to work out. Um, but, yes, yeah, hardwood for the top. It just doesn't take the abuse like softwood does. I mean, it's, you can really do some stuff to it, and it looks nice. Softwood, you get dings and dents and scratches if you drop something on it. So it's more of a durability issue, it sounds like. Yeah, it's correct. And it is more stable. Uh, if you take a piece of softwood and cut it and lay it beside a piece of hardwood, and you measure them in uh, a month or two, the amount of measurement differences is... It really is astounding. I mean, softwood will, is unstable. It'll keep moving a lot. Hardwood, you know, seasonal changes, but nothing like softwood. And the way I understand it, you handcraft these from start to finish? That's correct. Uh, I do have, you know, obviously tooling that I use for various joints and sizing and all that stuff, but everything is pieced together by hand uh, by myself at this point. And once again, we keep going back to the customization thing. It sounds like uh, with these, you have an option of a wide variety of colors or finishes. That's correct. Uh, I can paint any color uh, that you want. I can match. Uh, you get me a paint code from like the Sherwin-Williams paint store. I can paint uh, to match that stains. I don't know off the top of my head, maybe around 40 standard colors. And I also mix my own stain so I can get custom colors for people as well. Oh, awesome. Now, earlier you mentioned your haul trees. What is a haul tree? Uh, it's kind of a coat boot rack inside the front door, a mudroom, a uh, piece of furniture, backpacks for the kids. Uh, you know, you can store your hats, boots, and coats, and um, kind of a collect-all. Uh, it really turned out to be a bestseller for me. I made one for a friend and posted pictures, and I think I could be wrong, but I'd say since April, I think I've made around 25 or 30 haul trees. Nice. So it sounds like it's uh, kind of uh, the end-all, be-all of, of storage. I mean, it sounds like a really great place to start and end your day. 
Correct. Uh, and here again, the custom options are endless. Some people like a closed box on the bottom with a hinge lid where they can throw everything in, shut the lid, and it looks clean. Some people like open on the bottom where they can put uh, linen baskets or you know whatever for hats and gloves and what have you. Um, that option as well. Uh, I do do built-in options. It's not quite as uh, a busy market, but there is some. I just did one uh, Monday, actually, uh, for a lady in Madison. Um, but, yeah, it is it is kind of a, a start-all, end-all. Awesome. Our listeners are big readers, and the way I understand it, you're really great with uh, bookcases as well. That's correct. Uh, here again, uh, a picture of what you want. I can match pretty close to that. Uh, some bookcases are more extravagant than others, obviously. But yeah, I can uh, I can definitely take care of you with bookcases as well. Awesome. So during the show, sometimes our listeners write in, they'll send us an email, that kind of thing. Um, we had one that writes in, how can you tell if wood furniture is good quality? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, first and foremost is looking at what kind of wood is used. If it's a uh, veneer wood, it's just a real thin top with a particle board center. Uh, obviously, that's going to wear out real easy with time. Uh, there's no strength there. Um, another thing is uh, with, like, the tables, if you look underneath at the construction and you see pocket holes is what they're called, uh, it's a little notch out of the wood screwed together. That is not a good route to go. You want to use joinery uh, where everything is hollowed out. You know, like if you stick a, a dowel rod into a square post, you know, it's obviously going to get it glued in place. It's not going to be able to move with hardware and screwed things will work loose eventually and over time there could significantly be an issue and uh before we let you go because jordan we've loved having you on the show today where on social media where on the web where can we learn more about rustic creations uh my facebook page uh rustic creations is my number one go-to that's where i use for majority of my thing uh I'm on Instagram, Rustic Creations Woodshop is my uh, head name there. You can look me up there, follow me. I am on the web as well. Uh, RusticCreations.net is my Facebook or my uh, website. <coughs> I am still working on that a little bit. It's not quite how I want it yet, but you can still scroll on there and see past projects I've done and, uh, and kind of get a feel for the type of shop we are. Awesome. I mean, it looks like something that would make really great holiday presents. And with uh, the holidays coming up, uh, I know with my sponsor, Appliance Factory, uh, things are in big demand. So you want to order things ahead of time. Is that the case with uh, with your items that are custom built that you want to give uh, some leeway time-wise to get them built in time? That's correct. Uh, right now, I have about a four to five week lead time. Uh, I'm trying to shorten that up as best I can, but uh, yes, if you want something for Thanksgiving, uh, this week would be a good time to put an order in because uh, it will fill up faster on the holidays. It's usually slammed, and I do my best, but uh, sometimes we cannot get everything made in time.
I know what you mean, but like you said, it's better to be prepared, better to order ahead of time. Jordan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to doing business with Cincinnati area. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Good morning, Ohio. Joining us today is Vicki Brandt of Barn Doors Plus. But before we get to Vicki, want to mention our email address is tdhcincy at gmail.com. Once again, tdhcincy at gmail.com. The reason why I mentioned that, Vicki's got a lovely prize for one of our listeners. So write in so that way we can give that away to one of you all. So who is Barn Doors Plus? <laughs> well, actually, Barn Doors Plus is really Barn Doors and More. That's the company name, Barn Doors and More. And Excellent. we're based out of Louisville, small business. Mm-hmm. We actually run it out of our home, as my husband and I have um, full-time day jobs. And we do this kind of as a side gig, if you will say. And we basically... Um, We take antiques and we restore them either to their natural state. Someone inherited their grandmother's vanity and there's, you know, eight layers of varnish and someone wants us to take it back to what it used to look like. Or we take grandma's vanity and we flip it and we do something entirely different with it and give it a whole new life. Oh, that is awesome. So why do you work so well together, you and your husband? Um, It is a perfect match in that he is the talented and skilled engineer who can build anything, and I'm the one with the crazy ideas. So you get the creativity with the craftsmanship. I probably should have used that on a tagline or something, Mm -hmm. Um, but but that's what we do. He, He doesn't really let me use too many power tools. He thinks I'm too dangerous, but we will go see a piece of furniture, and I will say, we need to bid on that. We need to get that. And he looks at me sometimes like I've lost my mind, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have a vision for that. And then we talk through it, and sometimes he'll say, yeah, we can't do that. Um, Maybe because of weight and balance and something, but he'll say, what if we do this? And so he's the one who actually executes the vision. I do a lot of the the color coordination, the staining, um, the aesthetics of it. He does all the mechanics. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a perfect balance there. So what is the difference between restoring and repurposing? So restoring, as I kind of alluded to with with Grandma's Vanity, it's when you want to take that true antique and Mm -hmm. make it look new again, where you scrape off the eight layers of varnish and you actually put stain and you polyurethane it and it's coated and it's going to look like brand new for the next 50 years. Uh, repurposing is taking grandma's vanity and doing something else different with it. So, for instance, we took an old shoe rack that we found. um, Basically, someone had put it in the trash at an estate sale. It was off to the side, like they thought nobody wanted it. And I had a vision for, well, let's make that a new shoe rack or let's make it a wine rack. So we uh, encased it in some pallet wood, gave it a new color, made some new shelves, and an elderly gentleman fell in love with it at a sale this summer. He goes, I've been looking for something exactly like that. So who knew? 
what someone else was going to throw to the trash, we take and say, nah, let's see if we can do something with it. Because I don't believe you trash anything unless it just doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of items that people think are trash, for instance, if you remember the 70s home with all the spindles, you'd walk in the yep. door and you'd have the half wall with the spindles. Um, uh-huh. I love spindles. Spindles can can be a great thing in repurposing because we can usually make two or three legs out of one spindle and we turn them into stool legs, table legs, furniture legs, or we'll give a piece every now and then that'll spindle flare where we'll put one or two in for decorative purposes. Sounds awesome. So it sounds like you really do love giving uh, special pieces a new lease on life. Yes, yes. Our new stuff is always, um, it's always the barn doors. Originally, my husband just wanted to do a custom barn door company, and I'm like, nah, that'll get old. We need to be broader than that. Um, and, And so that's how the barn doors and more name came around. Yeah, we'll build you custom barn doors, but we also can, you know, take your grandma's piece of furniture and restore it or... Um, take something that no one else wanted and they thought was unusable or ugly and turn it into something pretty cool because why would we send something to the trash if we can repurpose it and do something with it? Exactly. And it sounds like you work with a wide variety of woods. Uh, What are some of the woods that you like to work with? Yes. Um, He is a big fan of oak, as am I. If you find an oak table, um, that's always like pay dirt. (laughs) We get really excited when we find those. Um, we love cedar, of course, um, a little bit harder to find, different kind of wood, but still but still beautiful. Um, pine, I think, is the next choice. It's solid. It's not quite as heavy. The mahoganies are great, but they tend to not sometimes take so well to a light-colored stain. You, you know, your mahogany pieces are always kind of that, that darker red, that burgundy, that burnt very burnt orange. It's very hard to take mahogany wood and make it into like what looks like oak or a pine or more on the vanilla side, as I call it, in color. So you got to have an idea. I have to have an idea of this is a light piece or a dark piece. Does it have red hues? Does it have orange hues? Um, Before you go slapping that on a piece of wood, because I I make a joke about no one ever being a wood whisperer because wood does what Mm -hmm. it wants to do. You can't really tell the piece of wood, hey, I want you to take this color and I want you to be dark brown. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) So it sounds like you work with a wide variety of woods. You mentioned earlier the custom barn doors. What uh, other items do you make custom? So um, we do what's called a custom window box. So picture a six-pane window that's on some of your older homes, you know, your pre-70s in particular 1950s homes sometimes, it has six panes of glass. And we pull those off of old homes, and then we turn them horizontal, and they become a lid, if you will, to what we call a window box, because you can look down through the window, and the base of it is, um, right now we've been working with some horse fence from Goshen, Kentucky, that we sourced for quite some time. It is actual horse fence from a horse farm, and my husband runs it through a planer and makes it all pretty and gets down there into the grain. And then he builds a box to match the dimension of that window. And it's almost like a display piece. So imagine in your living room, you walk into this box uh, made of beautiful barn wood, stained in a beautiful color. It has legs on it. And the top of it is a piece of glass, but it's a window. And you can lift that up and you can display stuff down in there. You can put your grandma's quilts. 
Um, you can put your baseball card collection, whatever that secret stuff that you don't want anybody to touch too much, you can hide it in that window box. So that's one custom thing we do. We do um, hall trees as well, which everybody thinks, oh, my God, a hall tree is from 1940. Well, yeah, most of them mm-hmm. are, but we can make them look a lot newer. And so we build a base. We can build them big, medium, or small. We can give you a lid with a storage. So imagine by your door, you come in your entryway or you're getting ready to leave. There's my hall tree. It's got my keys. It's got my purse. It's got my hat. It's got my shoes I need to take to the gym. It's got my book bag. So, you know, maybe 18, 24 inches wide at the most, probably five feet high, depending on your dimensions. But it's portable. It's compact. doesn't take up a lot of room. And it'll hold a lot of stuff functionally. So custom stuff like that. We We can do custom tables and... Um, custom anything, quite frankly, but sometimes, sometimes people aren't always sure what they want, and so you get talking to them, and then they go down this path, and, and they're all over the place. So we kind of have to help them come back in the right lane, say, well, do you want a square table? Do you want a round table? Do you want a rectangle table? How high do you want the table to be? How many chairs do you want to go around the table? See, it's, not, it's a little bit more than saying, I just want you to make me a table. It's a little more involved. And the best part is about your company is you're able to keep custom inexpensive? Yeah, we think so. Um, I mean, you know, everybody can get the same thing from Home Depot and Lowe's and Wayfair and all those big box stores, and there's nothing wrong with that. But custom doesn't necessarily mean you have to break the bank. You just We like educating people on what it entails to make that window box. So our average window box probably is priced around $200. And someone might say, well, that's a lot for storage. I can go to Walmart and buy one for $50. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. But your neighbor and your cousin and your neighbor's cousin might have that same box. So there's no uniqueness to it, maybe other than the color. And there's no craftsmanship behind it, right? That, that cute little special piece of trim isn't there or that old latch isn't there from a 1930s door. So, you know, you may be able to get that box for 80 to $90 and we may charge you 200, but we're going to educate you why, um, why it costs 200. And, and most of the time, not all, but most, it's not the cost of the materials. It's our time. It's the time that it takes for us to source the wood. When, when our current supply runs out, and I hope that's at least a year from now. Um, we have to be thinking six months in advance to go source them. So between um, the horse fence that we have and the uh, we tore down two barns and basically on farms in Indiana in the middle of winter. <laughs> it was oh, wow. it was not fun. Yeah, no, it was not 13 fun. degrees and, and we're bundled up tearing down barns. But that's what you got to do because otherwise you're going to go to Lowe's or Home Depot and build a product off of that. And we just ethically won't do that. Um, exactly. That's, that's not custom. That is that is big box prefab stuff. We've got to go find the tree or the barn <laughs> or the something where it came from to give you something that somebody else doesn't have. So, you know, that that's where custom comes in. And it is more expensive, but I don't think our prices are outrageous. For all of the flea markets that we've been to, um, everyone tells us our prices are very, very, very reasonable. So we think we're in line on, on our price points. Before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web uh, can our listeners learn more about you? 
Yeah, so thanks for having us. We appreciate this. This is big for us publicity-wise. Um, we did go up to Burlington earlier this summer, and we had a pretty pretty good day. Um, COVID, of course, didn't help any of the vendors there um, because, you know, people, rightfully so, were a little cautious about going out, and it was 97 degrees for the day. But we made some um, new friends on the vendor front and, and met a lot of the – Cincinnati area folks, and so it, it was good to be there. We we appreciate that that group of folks up there. But um, we have we have moved our 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 shop is still at home, but our showcase, if you will, our our how you buy it shop is actually at Melwood Antiques in Louisville. Oh, nice. So we're right mm-hmm. in the heart of Louisville. Um, so you can go to Melwood and ask for um, space two eleven, and our mm-hmm. current um, inventory that's that's done is there. You can um, find us on Facebook at Barn Doors Plus. You can find us on Instagram at Barn Doors and More KY. Because, again, the Barn Door name is so popular, um, we weren't able to get Barn Doors Plus on Instagram. So Barn Doors Plus is Facebook, Barn Doors and More KY's Instagram. Our website is barndoorsandmorekay.com. And our email is barndoorsplus at gmail.com. Excellent. Thank you, Vicki. Uh, I definitely recommend for the holidays to check out uh, Barn Doors and More, or like you said, as you, uh, your website, barndoorsmorekentucky.com. I mean, just so many great options on there. We enjoyed having you on the show today. Yeah, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. And if you'll get me the name of your winner, we will mail our, our fabulous gift to them. It'll help them get organized. Um, it's made from bourbon barrel staves and a piece of reclaimed wood. It's a vertical piece that's ready to hang on your wall. All you need to do is mount a screw um, or a nail, whatever's best, and it'll hang right beside your door. And you have, I think, six options to hang keys or dog leashes or winners around the corner, so your hat, your scarf. Pretty cool, pretty rustic looking and doesn't take up actually a lot of room, and it's a really, really nice piece. Sounds so we're great. happy to give it to one of your winners. Thank you for tuning into the show, Ohio. Please join us again next Saturday morning.